Welcome to the program with Jesse Phillips, live from his closet. Brought to you by the Lux Hair Wax Company. And now your host, the unremarkable but always ravenous Jesse Phillips. Good morning, Mr. and Mrs. America and all the ships in the sea. Let's go straight to your weather report. The mercury has plunged deep into the 20s in Bob's sack. It is bone-clattering cold down here in Mississippi. But I can tell you what is not bone-clattering cold, and that is me right now. Do you want to know why? I'll tell you why. I will tell you why because I am wearing, I'm wearing the super sweet, luscious hoodie by Lox Hair Wax Company. It's amazing. It's luscious. It smells good, and it's soft. It keeps me warm at night. It also gets me really hot because we are still in the closet, folks. We are still in the closet, although we have a great sponsor. They haven't given us enough to build our studio that like we want in New York or Santa Monica. or. Uh, but that's coming. Hopefully they listen to this. Locks, I hope you're listening to this. I want a new studio in one of the biggest cities there is. So, today, episodes one, two, and three have been live. We put those out last week. We took a couple days off, and uh, now we're starting episode four. So welcome. Tighten your seatbelts down. It's gonna be a cr- pretty. It's gonna be pretty. Cr- Pop sack. A crazy, pretty crazy ride. Right, Jacob. I don't know what you got for us. Okay. Just plug All your right. Stuff so in. I thought we would do some beta testing since you haven't. You've been out of town. Okay. Right. So I haven't uh, had my producer here to help write my flawless shows. So I thought, let's do some beta testing today. Um, I would like to be able to have people on and interview them and let the people that I interview inspire the audience. To make it perfectly clear, of the three episodes we've done, you have not read one of the scripts I've written. You've literally set your coffee on it, and it had a sticky coffee ring, and you never looked at it once, which is why... If he would listen Jacob. to what I said, Jacob. it would be a really good show. Jacob. But he never listens. Jacob! That is neither here nor there. That is neither it here. It is exactly here because not there. you bumble and trip like a... I know this, Jacob. Mama's listening to this. Please don't. Let's not fight in front of mom. Okay? You write the scripts. I don't read them. That's what you get paid for. Okay, so back to, before you... What was I saying before you interrupted me? I don't even know, man. Okay. Um... Oh, yes, the beta testing. the beta. Okay, so I had a lot of great feedback from just the droves and droves and droves of people that listened last week. And I really appreciate every single of the um, criticisms and the praises and everything else that came with it. So all of you who left positive feedback and left encouraging words for Jacob and myself on this new horizon of podcast that we have started, I thank you. To those of you that left little nasty grams... I have one thing to say to you. True shallowness comes from a very, very deep place. That is all. So I want to have interesting people come on, let them inspire the audience. But since I don't have any interesting people tonight, I thought I would just start practicing with my boring older brother. He's out getting me coffee right now. So when he gets back to my closet, I will uh, we'll start the interview. Um, so, yeah, just hang tight and he will be back any minute. Any... Here you go. Thank, thank you. 
Let me. You good? Two sugars. Okay. Thank you. Is this hazelnut or French vanilla cream? Does it matter? Yes, it does matter. Which one do you hate? Jacob. Just tell me which you one. Know, you know, you have worked for me. You have, you ha- how long have you been a part of this show? This, the program. Tell me which one you hate. I love them both, but tonight I wanted French vanilla. And you know, at night I drink French vanilla. There is French vanilla in there. Praise Jesus. All right. So, we're about to interview my boring, super boring older brother who, um, so, Jacob. What? What have you been up to lately? Uh, traveling. Traveling. Like to, where have you been traveling? I went up north to the northern snowy climbs of New York. Oh, New York, not North Mississippi. So you left the great state of Mississippi. You traveled to New York. Yeah. Wow. Plane or boat? Boat. You took a boat to New York. (laughs) No, I didn't take a boat. Did you fly, drive, take a train? I drove. I drove. Yeah. Cool. What were you doing in New York? I was doing uh, some voice acting. Voice acting. Explain to me what that means. Explain to the audience what that means. What is what is voice acting? Uh, voice acting is in this case. You can you can do voice acting for a commercial or all kind of stuff. If you're selling a product or doing a podcast intro, you know, like it's like. You know, hey, this is the program, you know, whatever. That would be a podcast intro. Like Jesse went out and paid somebody a lot of money to do his thing. And he said, hey, you know, I want it 1940s style. So, you know, he wrote him, I don't know, a couple thousand bucks, I think. Mm-hmm. It was a lot. It was a lot of money. It was worth it. But, uh, you know, next time I'm going to get more of a professional to get to do that. But continue. What were you saying? Yeah, well, I thought it was actually amazing. I think you, you spent your money well. I'll give you that. So you liked the intro? I loved it. It was fantastic. I thought it was all right. It was good. His voice was a little... Uh, it just has a little juvenile kind of. It's like, uh, but hey, I'm glad you like it. You're the professional. I'm you the like pro- it. I'm the professional, and my professional opinion is that guy's voice. I mean, that was that was once in a hundred year kind of voice. That was wow. I'm impressed. I, I like that the fact that you cast that without an agent. Like, because because I want to understand, you just went and. F- you heard him on a on a his website or something. Yeah, I just don't. I mean, even I mean, though, fantastic. Hey, Jacob, that is the smartest Jacob. thing you've ever done. Even a blind nut finds a squirrel sometimes, Jacob. Well, you found a nut in that one. That was so good. Amazing. And you have an, you have an amazing uh, intro. So how long have you been voice acting? Uh, about three years. Three years? Yes. How, how does one get into voice acting? Well, one way to do it is to just notice stuff. Imitate people, preferably when they're not standing in front of you. Um, you can imitate people in movies. You could hear... Uh, a line in a cartoon that's funny and you kind of say, oh, that's kind of a funny line. I want to see if I can say it with that voice and with that emotion. You know, you just kind of practice. You know, if you got an iPhone or something, you can record yourself. That's what I would do. That's, I love that. Uh, I love, I love those tips, but like, and I'm not trying to be snarky. I'm really honestly asking, how do you get from trying to imitate someone and, you know, as a hobby Talking to your phone, have, doing you know, making your wife laugh, making your cousin laugh, whatever. All that's fun. How do you go from that to doing it for three years, making a living, your full time job? How how does that happen? 
you imitate stuff. You do it on your phone. You listen back. You imitate <laughs> movies. You imitate people. That's how you do it. I'm telling you how to do it. I know you that, but like, oh, I, I'm not trying to cut you off. I'm just honestly, so you imitate people. I've been doing this for three years. I've been imitating people behind their back for about, I'm 34, 33 and a half years. I've been imitating people behind okay. their back. So when did you decide, how did you decide, and when did you decide to say, I've been imitating people my whole life, now I want to get paid for it? You know, I've always enjoyed voices, uh, you know, commercials. I like hearing, like, oh, that's uh, John Krasinski on the insurance commercial, or that's Ving Rhames saying, you know, we have the meats on the uh, Arby's commercial. You know, I, like, I, just, I just pick out voices. And um, when I was in the Army, I was in uh, Manhattan, Kansas, and uh, Kansas State University had a really good, has a really good theater program. And my um, platoon sergeant said, hey, let's go to Romeo and Juliet. All the other guys were going out to the uh, Dirty Dirty Night Clubs down in Junction City. And, uh, you know, he was he was married and I was just a good dude at the time. I wasn't married, but I wasn't going to go to the Dirty Dirty Night Clubs. I know that. <laughs> and so we went, we took a little mandate on down to Romeo and Juliet. And it was amazing. And I kind of fell in love with the theater and the idea of performing arts not really me doing it but performing art if you've ever seen the the cartoon the animated movie sing fantastic film it's amazing matthew mcconaughey plays buster moon a koala bear and that is one of the greatest voice performances of all time in my opinion and i really mean that also seth MacFarlane plays this little rat that plays a saxophone and he will have you in stitches and the whole thing's great but in that scene, Buster Moon has this moment at the theater where he falls in love with the theater and it goes the rest of his life. My Buster Moon moment was Kansas State University with James Riddle watching Romeo and Juliet. That's what it was. And I, ever since then, I thought, I might want to do that. And 10 years later, I did. So your journey began in the arts. In the least artistic place in the world. In which the is U.S. Like Army. Was the that Army. before or after Iraq? Before. Before you went to Iraq, yep. you went to a park. No, it was a uh, like a you know a venue on. So it, it, was, on, it was on campus. Okay, was, so you went and watched somebody do a play, big old burly army man. Yeah, and you fell in love with art. Yeah, and ten years later, that is what you do for your occupation. Not theater acting per se, but yes, that that the thing that the feeling I got that night while watching Romeo and Juliet stayed alive like a little it was like a little coal that every once in a while I would go <gasps> and keep the little flame mm. a flickering and then yes now I do that full time voice acting that is very inspiring yeah thanks so you also do a little stage acting as well yeah but not professionally but that stage acting is that has helped me with voice acting more than anything else how so it makes you well, you have to memorize the script. So you're in front of an audience, and you have, to, you have to recite lines without it sounding like you're reciting something. You want it to sound like you're thinking of it for the first time. It's the first time these words have ever been said, and you just thought of them. That's how it should come across. It shouldn't come across stilted like you're, you know, what are you doing here? Well, I come to the thing. Well, I want to go to the market. That would be terrible. It needs to be, what are you doing here? Oh, well, I thought I would, I would go on down to the market. That, that's what I thought. So you want it to sound like it's 
anyway, a lot of practice with that. You, you get to talk with different actors. You get to see how they stress syllables and how they get a joke or a, bring an emotion out, like a long, you know, drawing out a, a word, a syllable, or putting more breath into something. It's sometimes, depending on what emotion you're looking for, can be effective to get your point across that you're mad or sad or glad or, you know, whatever. A lot of reps. That's why theater helps. And then when you get in behind a script and you're behind a microphone in a professional recording studio and maybe you've got somebody that was on Broadway that's your partner in the booth with you, like I did this past week, uh, it just, man, it's really, it helps to, to know, uh, to have had a lot of reps. Like, here's your big chance, don't blow it, and I'll get in there and see what you got, kid. And then uh, you just start reading. And if you've had a lot of practice reps, you practice on stage, you practice at home, you know, I, I read my Bible in an accent almost every morning. I want to be like, oh, I'm going to be uh, like an old British guy from, oh, I don't know. You know, he's a professor at Cambridge. And now I'm going to read. Uh, do the voice. Do the voice. Do the voice. Do a voice. Okay. Do a voice. Uh, we well, want to hear a voice. Hear a voice. Well, Come now on. I'm on. Uh, Come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So um, let's say I don't have my Bible with me, but okay, I'll maybe quote something. So you might say, uh, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Okay, so there, there's a guy, like an old an old guy. It was Gandalf the Grey is what that was. <laughs> That's yeah. what it felt like. That was amazing. My, well, my, the hairs on my earbuds are like tingling. Nice. Well, then you could go something like, okay, well, maybe some guy... You know, an American. An American, maybe he's kind of laid back. He just kind of does his own thing. But then you just say something like, all things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and life was the light of men. And that light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Well, that's another guy. If you put those two side by side, one's kind of a British accent, one's an American accent. One's kind of, they have different patterns and rhythms. One holds uh, syllables longer at certain places, and you just play around with it. And then you can do something totally different, which is just like, you know, hey, boo-boo. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> where, where where'd that come from? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> wow, that, you know? that was talent. The hey, boo-boo was talent. You know, that might be my greatest achievement. <laughs> so we're running out of time. I uh, have four questions. Okay. Well, I got three answers. Okay. So the first question, actually, it's uh, the first question has three answers. And then, then I have a fourth. All right. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Tell me, top three artists, where do you draw your most inspiration? And I want three names. Go. Without thinking. Without thinking, Benedict Cumberbatch. Boom. Amazing voice and everything. He's delicious to look at as well. He's a... I don't really think he's that good of a looking of a guy, Well, but his voice is amazing. He has pretty I, eyes. Yes, he does. Uh, also, I would say Tom Hiddleston. Yes. Uh, and Henry Cavill. Uh, Naturally. Three. And there's so many. I could, you know, there's a lot more people than that. Fourth and final question. Okay. What would you say to up-and-coming artists who want to make it in voice acting or stage acting or film acting what would you say to them at this point in your career at your age now what you've accomplished 
what would you say to them? Well, always, always be practicing something. You got a phone? You ought to be, every day you ought to make yourself read a, a poem in a different voice or something. Always be pushing yourself. And you, you never should look back six months or a year and, and not think, wow, that wasn't very good. That's good. That's good if you say that. That means you're getting better. If you can look back at something that's three years old and be like, man, that was, that was the best thing I've ever done. You hadn't gotten any better. Everything that's three years old in your repertoire ought to be awful. You ought to be wanting to re-record that thing, you know, or take that picture again or whatever, whatever you do creatively. You ought to be getting better all the time. And uh, you can do it. There's so many ways of doing that, you know. So practice your craft, perfect your craft. Yeah, every single day. I like it. I like it. Well, Jacob, you're not near as boring of a person as I thought you were. <laughs> so, Jacob, thank you so much for coming. Yep. Thank you for being here and making us all sound delicious on this podcast that broadcast to the entire planet. Um, America, I'm glad you got to meet my brother Jacob in a way that, uh, well, I like to pick on him a little bit. We like to butt heads a little bit, but I love him a lot. He is a great inspiration to me, and I look up to him in just about every way besides in stature because I'm taller than him by two inches. It's like you're getting a little low on coffee there. I'll, uh... Uh, no, you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Really? You're good. I'm good. Kevin. No, you did good. I'm in, I was proud of you. I thought wow. you were going to have a boring podcast today. Boring Jake. No, I'm just kidding. You did great. I'm proud of you. Can't wait to see where your acting career takes you and me because I will be hanging off of you like the ropes from a Goodyear blimp. Okay, folks. Well, hope you all have a good evening. Stay warm. Keep your sights clean. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Don't take any wooden nickels. Um, uh, I don't know what else. I hate the endings because I don't know what to say. Can you just push stop? I don't know how to... If you don't push stop, I don't know when to stop. But when I don't push stop, the endings are funnier. I've found no, that out. No. It's a I just process. keep rambling, and I don't know what to do with my hands when I'm... It's hot Just tell the people you love them and just I get already out of told there. them. Get off I the mic. Them. All right. Goodbye, America. All right, folks. Toodaloo.